and welcome to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Through this show, we hope to provide a resource of education and encouragement for students, parents, and leaders about the revival of Christian values in our community. On A Court of Three Strands, we'll focus on the three foundational strands that make a strong, flourishing Christian culture, the church, the family, and education. We desire to order these things around God's word to advance Christ's kingdom and so glorify him and bless our community. My name is Ron Young, former headmaster at Providence Academy and founder of the Palatine Institute. And I'm Allison Tuttle, a wife and mother and the director of the Palatine Institute. Through our conversations, we look forward to sharing fellowship, knowledge, and practical wisdom for his glory here on A Court of Three Strands podcast. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, and welcome back to A Court of Three Strands, the Palatine Institute's podcast on creating Christian culture. Today's episode is the first episode of season eight. And this season, we're going to be discussing feasting, which we've kind of been talking about for a while. I'm excited to get this kicked off. Yeah. And today we plan to discuss sort of an introduction to this season and also discuss feasting and the pursuit of a virtuous calendar. Yeah. First, can we just pause for a moment and think? We're in our eighth season. I know that's, that's kind of yeah a big deal. We have more than seventy episodes under our belt, and that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah. should we should have a feast, Ron. We should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be, I think, a little strange. I we talked briefly about feasts or feasting in last the last episode of last season. Yep. We're going to talk about feasting proper, um, like how to do it more towards the end of this season. Mm-hmm. We're going to spend more time at the beginning of the season about what to celebrate and the idea of ordering our calendar or our time mm-hmm. uh, based on feasts. So that might be a little backwards, but I, I think it'll, it'll fit. Yeah. We, we have to have a good episode talking about food and preparation yeah. and things like that. That would be fun. Yes. Yes, a Christian theology of eating mm-hmm. would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be I'd be a good theologian, <laughs> the practical theologian. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Allison, you you mentioned the title today is uh, "Feasts and the Pursuit of a Virtuous Calendar," and and this is um th- this is kind of odd. I, I so in my mind as we I was thinking through our episode, um, if if we're trying to pursue a Christian culture or a culture that is really glorifying to God. Mm-hmm. A big part of that is uh, of, of a culture is, is the time. Like, what do we do with our time? How is time ordered? And so we might even be able to just think this way. How do people in our, you know, 21st century America experience time? Right. Mm-hmm. So is there any meaning to time or is it just one 24 hour period placed upon another, upon another, upon another. Mm -hmm. Right. So what is the, what is the purpose of time? What is the, how do we experience time? How do we experience a calendar like a a year? So we understand things are cyclical. Time is divided into, you know, hours in a day. 
and then you have seven days in a week. You have who knows how many days or weeks in a month, right? Depends. Really weird. If we just had four <laughs> weeks every month and had 13 months, it would all be great. Um, that's a whole nother discussion. Like why? I don't know why we don't do that. Maybe it's because it's 13 and people don't like that. But we have a year and year after year after year, and there are cycles to that year. And it's kind of odd. We we as human beings made in God's image have uh, dominion as part of who we are. It's part of our nature. So we're going to order time. Mm-hmm. It's just what we do as human beings. As humans, yeah. The question is, how have we ordered time? And, and has it been good? Is it good for people and society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I found a way to think through this and how we order time and how it's experienced is by looking at Aristotle's three categories of friendship, mm-hmm. right? That's obvious, right? <laughs> so funny. But they're helpful. It is. Yeah. It is. So Aristotle in, in his uh, ethics, he, he talks about friendship and it's, um, I think it's in book eight and he talks of three categories of friends there are useful friends and there are pleasurable friends and there are virtuous friends and hint to everyone out there. Um, all three are good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good to have useful friends and to be a useful friend. It's good to have pleasurable friends and it's good to be a pleasurable. friend. Um, but it is also important to have virtuous friends and to be a virtuous friend. And that, that idea, that last part of virtuous friend is the idea of being a, the, kind of person or the the kind of friend who is going to promote virtue mm-hmm. so that, and, and I, I can think of this in my own life, right? So I've had, uh, you know, there's the friend you have that has a truck mm-hmm. and so I'm a guy, you know, it's just one of those things. I need to move something. I call, I call John, John has a truck. Hey, John, can I borrow your truck? Right. And he's like, sure. You know, that's why he has a truck is to be a useful friend. Mm-hmm. And so we, we do that. And then there are times where he, John might ask for me for, for a favor or something like that. We, we do that. It, he, he happens to also be a, a pleasurable and a virtuous friend. But then, you know, I, I think of, especially when I was in high school, I had some friends who I just liked hanging out with because it was always fun. Mm-hmm. Those were usually my jock friends. We, you know, they played football. We, we did, you know, if I'm going to, if we're going to do something on Friday night, I'm going to go out with these guys because we're going to go do fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I wanted to contemplate some sort of literature, I wasn't hanging out with my jock friends. Those weren't the guys to Those ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would, uh, they would scoff at that. They would laugh at it. They would, um, you know, if I stopped and paused and asked some sort of contemplative question about the meaning of something, they would look at me like I was an idiot. Like, yeah. why, what are you talking about? Why are you thinking about that? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But I had other friends I could. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had pleasurable friends, but then I had virtuous friends and it's really great when you have a friend that could fit all three of those categories. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so just thinking of that, those categories, useful friends, pleasurable friends, virtuous. Friends. So what does this have to do with calendars okay, or how we order time? Well, I, I think that there are really two competing calendars in our day, uh, useful calendars and pleasurable calendars. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a useful calendar is that we're ordering our world based around useful things, such as the school year, mm-hmm. right? I know that from late August or early September, 
through May or early June. Um, that's school time. Mm-hmm. And then there's summertime. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I, I kind of look at the school calendar and I look at all the different breaks or vacations and try to fit in things during that or what we can do. And so my whole life is revolving around my kids' school calendar. Mm-hmm. It's useful because it, it, it provides a, I know I can't do these things at this time, but I can do these things at this time. So it's kind of useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you have kids in school, it, you kind of get sucked into it and it, and it, and it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, pray hard that they don't get involved in sports because all of a sudden. Or at least that everybody plays the same sport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just play football. And it's like the same gender. You pra- you've just practiced four, day, four, four days a week and then you play on Friday and you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, but this volleyball and soccer, basketball, where they're, they're all over the place all the time. Man, it's, it's rough. Yes. Um, anyway, that's one. And, and then how people experience that is generally, um, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get through one season to go to the next and it's, you're glad that the one is done and, but now you got this other thing and you can't wait for the break so you can go do something pleasurable or mm-hmm. and it, and it's, uh, it's rough. And then you, your kids grow up and leave and now you're lost. Because your whole life has been, for the last however many years, has been ordered by that calendar. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's giving my life, that that's what can be giving my life meaning. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I, I kind of have a, you can kind of get a handle on it. Right. Mm-hmm. I know I prepare for this to start. If kids go off to school. I have this measure of freedom, but then I also have this measure of this thing of being tied to the calendar and I. I can only do what the calendar tells me to do mm-hmm. and, uh, and it, it can be rough. And then all of a sudden when it's gone, there, there can be a, a lostness. Yeah. Um, so that's one kind of calendar. I think, um, I think a lot of, a lot of our society is wrapped around that calendar. Mm-hmm. The second calendar is the pleasurable one. And, and that is um, primarily uh, sports related. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, we, living here in, uh, you know, God's country, um, football is the God. Um, it's true. <laughs> often can be. Right. Yeah. And so you, you have people who order their lives around the various um, ways in which they can party mm-hmm. or they can celebrate or a, a feast of sorts. Yep. Based upon the Packer schedule, you know, Packers, the football season, you know, and of course, it's great when your team is, um, to the rest of the country, our team makes it to the playoffs most years for the last, I don't know, since Brett Favre, since the 1990s. So it's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are those years where we don't do so good, y- you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, your, your season is done and it's only like five weeks in, right? That's mm-hmm. the, that's the rest of the country. <laughs> Everybody else. Everyone else. <laughs> no, even us with Jordan Love, we, we still have a shot at the playoffs. But again, by the time you hear this, this the whole thing might be done. But Well, no, they have. But um, anyway, but but there are a lot of people who do that. You know, it's football season and it's, you know, um, basketball and baseball or whatever, whatever it is that they're ordering their, their time around. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they can't wait and 
and they, they, they have their liturgical colors that they bring out, you know, the, yeah. the green and golds for Packer season or the, the, the red and white for badgers or, uh, or the green and white for the bucks or however, you know, mm-hmm. um, the blue for the, the, the brewers. Um, and the, and they have, and people develop traditions. They, and it's, and it, they have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it, and there's some measure of goodness to that, you know. You're getting together with friends, and you're, you, you know, it 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 can it can be fun and it could be enjoyable. Um, but I, but I think with the useful calendar and the pleasurable calendar, um, it it doesn't satisfy, and it can leave you the same, <laughs> right? Um, it, it's as if um. You know, you meet your your buddies from high school who used to party all the time, and they got out of high school and they oriented their lives around the different seasons and times of, you know, an excuse to party. Mm-hmm. And here it is, almost forty years later, and they're still doing that. Mm-hmm. They're essentially the same person they were when they were eighteen, and it's and it's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, these things can be. These two calendars can be disappointing. They're very temporal. They tend not to improve our lives. They tend to um, they tend to either um, give us a sense of duty or a um, a, a sense of escape. Mm-hmm. And that's and some belonging, I would think too. Yes, there is some belonging. Mm-hmm. It is nice. So. Intent, everyone. I love football, and I like the Packers a lot. Mm-hmm. They're my team. It is really nice to be in a, a different state and see someone with, you know, the G on their chest or something, and you and you go, you just call out in the airport. I, every time I go to the Dallas Fort Worth airport, I like to wear Packer gear, just because it. The Dallas fans of all the fans just get like upset. The most riled up. They do. Yeah. They do. It's personal. It, it would it would be <laughs> akin to 49er fans wearing their 49er gear in Green Bay. We would all be upset with them. Yeah. You know, it does, unfortunately, it doesn't go the other way. <laughs> like if I wear if I wear Packer gear in San Francisco, they're kind of going, oh, you poor guy, you know, because yeah. they have a history of beating us in really important games. Uh, whereas we have a history of beating the Cowboys in important games. Um, but you know, to see them and to, to see someone with Packer gear and go and just yell across the room, go pack. And they will always respond, go pack, you know, and it just, yeah. And my, instant rapport. And my daughter's been experiencing that in, in LA, she'll walk around and she'll see someone with Green Bay Packer stuff and she'll just call it, go pack. And they call back, go pack. And then everyone else is like, what did we just see there? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just, what just happened? you guys are weird. <laughs> But yeah, there is a sense of belonging and there can be a sense of purpose. And there's also this sense of, well, there is next year. There's always, always next there's year. always hope. I don't, I don't know if that happens in Dallas, but well, actually they got a pretty good team right now, but, um, but there are other places that they just, they don't have a history of winning and yet people are still. Yep. Faithful. Backing. I lived, I lived in Chicago for a while and man. Those people are nuts in Chicago about their sports teams. They have such high expectations, just so unrealistic, and they're always disappointed. <laughs> they're just very hopeful people. Yeah, they are, but um, 
you know, Green Bay tend, tends to be very realistic about their team, which is, which is, which is great, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, anyway, so th- there's this other, so then what's the alternative, right? If it, if we're, are we only stuck with useful calendars and pleasurable calendars? And the answer to that is no. Mm-hmm. Um, time used to be ordered in Christendom around the life and events of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and what that did was, is that it, it was a calendar that was uh, useful in the sense that you kind of knew what season you were in. Um, you can plan accordingly. Um, it was pleasurable because feasting is actually a lot of fun, a lot of fun and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also virtuous because it's continually pointing you to um, the life and teaching of Jesus, our Savior. Um, and also around other saints who have done, who've lived worthy lives to be emulated and to be, um, to, um, to contemplate. And so there's a continual, um, a continual reminder through, through our living based upon that calendar, um, that was giving us times in which we are hope, hoping um, for the second coming of Christ, it's time for celebrating his first coming, a time for um, remembering how he revealed himself to humanity and to all Gentiles, mm-hmm. uh, a time in which we can um, contemplate our own mortality, um, even as we look at the humanity of Jesus. Um, we can be reminded of our of our sin and um, and and have sorrow for it to to really think about our sin and, and our need to repent. Um, and of course, just the joy of the death and resurrection of our savior, um, and to celebrate that and, and to be reminded, uh, yearly of his ascension into heaven. And he sits at the right hand of the father and everything, all of life is now different because of that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, celebrating the, the outpouring of the Holy spirit at Pentecost and, and just this, this, um, this continual reminder of, of, the important stories in the gospels and the scriptures and how that has played out in the lives of saints, you know, and by saints, I mean, I don't mean like, you know, super holy people. What I mean is, um, uh, followers of Jesus who, who have followed Christ's call in their life and have done amazing things, including giving up their own life for the sake of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's just, it, this is what is, this is a calendar that's promoting virtue mm-hmm. um, and, and it's good and it doesn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. It, it never disappoints. Um, and so I, I, I think our season here, um, Palatine Institute, um, as we'd like to see the development of Christian culture in our day, uh, I think one of the big things is that we would love to live by a more virtuous calendar. Mm-hmm. And, and just to promote it. Um, so we'll talk about the various feasts of the, of the Christian church. Um, and, and, um, we'll go into detail about seasons of preparation and the seasons of feasting, um, throughout this, this season of, uh, the podcast season, we'll talk about those things. So like season three, I think we'll start with Advent and Christmas, and then we'll talk about Epiphany. And then we'll talk about Lent and Easter. We'll talk about Pentecost or the, ordinary time as some, some traditions call it. And we'll talk about various things that happen within it. 
we'll talk about the colors and why those colors and you know what mm-hmm. you know and some of the some of the traditions that, that that go along with it um and then when we're after a number of episodes then we'll talk about how how what are ways in which we can celebrate those feasts and we'll start talking about um our own personal preparations and and um and celebrations and things about food and mm-hmm. why we do this. Why, why does food matter? <laughs> why is what, well, you know, it, it, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be very, very good. Um, so that's, I think that's Palatine's part of Palatine's vision is this idea of like, let's everything we, we have the choice of how we order things mm-hmm. and why aren't we just ordering our time to the, right. To the glory of God. Yep. And, um, and it's been done for us, right? Christianity has been around for 2000 years. Let's look at what the church has done and let's, let's look. So next episode, which will, um, coming up, we're going to talk about the baby in the bathwater, how there used to be this, all of Christendom followed this calendar and had all these traditions and what went wrong and, and why did, why did this end? Mm-hmm. And um, and our contention is is that we we might have thrown the baby out with the bathwater. And all's we're our humble suggestion is is that let's just bring the baby back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later.